Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this afternoon. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. May you have ears to hear. Hallelujah. Lord, give me some ears to hear. Glory. Get down with God. That's actually, that's not symbolic of a cool term. That actually means get down and pray. Do you know why we don't get down and pray? Very simple reason. So very simple. Why you don't get down and pray. Why you don't get down on your knees and pray. Why you don't pray. There's a very simple answer. You know what that answer is? We don't believe in it. Or if you believed if you got down on your knee, you'd get a husband. You wouldn't even wait till you get home today. You'd do it right now. If you believe, if you believe, if you got down on your knees and you'd get a beautiful wife, you wouldn't even go home. You'd do it right here, right now, on this very spoken word. So I see nobody wants to get. (laughs) Y'all leave the boy alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. So I just see one. If you believed in it, (laughs) if you believed that you got down on your knees and you prayed to God for a, a business, He would give it to you. You wouldn't be sitting there thinking about it. You wouldn't be waiting till you get home or Waiting to get in your closet. You wouldn't be wondering what people's thinking right now. If you believed it worked. If you believed it worked. If you believed your house. God could give you a house. You don't believe in it. You have prayers but no works. Just like faith with no works. If you really believe God could turn your life around. A European vacation. Migrating. Your own business. A new car, if you really believed. 
You wouldn't be sitting there questioning. And you wouldn't care what nobody else thinks if you want it bad enough. If this is what you made up your mind. Yes, Lord, have your way, have your will. You know, your timing. That's all and all, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. But if you really wanted it, and if you really believed in prayer. And if you really believed in it, you wouldn't be saying, well, God knows what I want. God knows what I want. I don't have to get on my knees. It's my heart he wants. Then fine, I will give you a car in your heart. I'll give you a vision of it. Now there's one, only one other reason why we might not get down on our knees. And the only other reason we might not get down on our knees beside we don't believe in prayer the only reason we don't get down on our knees is because we got too much pride to get down on our knees. We worried about what somebody gonna think about us. I want the pastor to touch us. I want the prophet to give you a word. Faith without works is dead, and prayer without works is dead. Because the truth is, some of us don't even know if God's heard our prayer or not. You know why we don't know whether or not if God's heard our prayer or not? Because we haven't prayed as much as we could pray. We haven't got down on our knees and let our heart know and let God know. Lord, this is what I would like for you to do in my life. Do this and I will give you all the praise. I will boast in you, Lord. I'm going to boast in you anyway because you're good. But this is what I'm asking for. And if right now is not the time in it. That's, that's all right. That's cool. But right now I'm getting on my knees to present it before you. No, we don't pray because we don't believe in it. We used to pray. Maybe God had to teach us just because we get on our knees, we don't get everything we want. He's Lord. But somewhere we stopped believing in it. We stop believing in. We don't pray out. We don't get on our knees. We sit. And sometimes we don't even sit and pray with unspoken words. Sometimes we just say, God knows what I want. Yes, I know what you want. But it looks like you're lazy. So I know why I would give it to you. If I give you a wife, you're going to have to work more. And it looks like right now you don't want to work. If I give you a new business, it don't look like you want it. Because if I give you a new business, there's going to be a whole lot of things you're going to have to pray about. To get that business off and running. 
And then you're going to have to pray for all this protection. You're going to have to stay connected with me. Because sometimes consciously, we know we have not prayed. Michael's saying, Lord, your child wants this. But the devil's right there saying, they won't even get on their knees and pray. So if they won't get on their knees and pray, will they ever praise you, God? If they won't get on their knees and pray, will they ever praise you? If they're hiding away and they only pray in their closet all the time. See, it didn't say you couldn't pray in church. What it says, don't, what it says is don't pray to be seen. You could be in your closet in church. If you don't pray, if you don't have the zeal to ask him for it, will you have the zeal to take care of it? You get married and you just want to sit there. You get business, you just want to sit there. Want somebody else to do all the work. Faith without works is dead. The scripture says something strange. But someone will say, you have faith and I have deeds. So it's, it's this argument. But James is talking on behalf that faith has works. He says, show me your faith without works. And I will show you my faith by what I do. See, you can't show nobody your faith without works. Show me your prayer without works. Well, you say, but what people are not supposed to see me pray. Well, people are not supposed to see your faith either. So the honest other thing that keeps us from praying is pride. We got too much pride to let other people. We got too much pride to let other broke people in the house know how broke we are. We got too much pride to let other lonely people in the house know that we're lonely. Hmm? Hmm. Garrett hit his knees one time. Got down with God. Most of you assuming what he went down for. That's really none of your business what he went down for. And some of you dancing and shouting and assuming, well, he's getting his prayer answered. Or at least the great satisfaction of knowing. I got your prayer. I got your prayer. When God got your prayer. He's going to start working on that in every aspect. Hmm? We have to trust his timing. Every aspect. Hmm? But sometimes we get too much pride. We had rather go to a doctor's office and sit in there. Four hours. Sometimes not even sit inside, sit outside. 
Sometimes get up at 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, get a number. You can get down with God. Don't have to have no number. Because you're number one. It's truth. Now, now I know there's this, there's, there's this conflict right now in the spirit. You know what the conflict right now in the spirit? Everybody's thinking, the prophet wants me to get down on my knees. Yes, that's all that white man wants. Everybody bow down to him. Huh? Oh, did I say that out loud? Stay broke! Stay broke. We come up with all kinds of reasons why we won't get down and pray and ask God and talk to Him one on one. Huh? Yes. Talk to Him. Sometimes the people come to me and they say, Pray for me now. <laughs> pray for me now. Pray for me now. Like, God won't listen to you at all, but He might listen to me, you know. Pray for me now. <laughs> no, we, we have too much pride to kneel before God. We say, I'll do it when I get home. Maybe God says, I'll do it when I get home. Hmm? Then some of you down there right now and you don't know when to get up. You don't know when it's appropriate. <laughs> you, you, you're going to just stay down there a little bit longer just in case God didn't see you, you know. <laughs> we are phony, you know. <laughs> ah, you got to... You gotta get face to face with God. You gotta be real with Him. You gotta talk to Him. Huh? Be the heathen that you are, but talk to God. Huh? Be the heathen you are. What sainthood you got, you got. But what you don't have, you don't have. Be who you are. Talk to God. Yes? Right? If He strikes you dead, all right, you got your answer. Am I talking to anybody? Uh -huh. But here's the thing about getting down with God. Here's the thing I've learned about prayer. Do I get down on my knees? Granny, God is most worthy. The creator of the world who's always been and always is. Oh, he's, he's more than worthy for me to get down on my knees. After all I've done, I should just get down on my knees for the sin I've done let alone for anything I want. But here's the thing I've learned about God. Sometimes we need to get down there for ourselves. We need to let our flesh and tell our flesh to shut up. Quit telling me God is not real. Quit telling me that, that He don't hear my prayers. Until you've done that, See, sometimes your faith don't kick in. Now, prayer don't move mountains. Faith does. But faith can come from prayer. 
But sometimes we need to get down there for ourselves. Huh? Sometimes we need to just, you know, speak it out. You need to quit hinting to God. Some of you just hinting to God. Ah, there's some hinters on this road right there, right there. This, this is the hinting road right through here. I ain't going to point nobody out. But you just hint to God. Lord, did you forget me? Lord, you know I was, you know. You just casually say that. Now, we've all had prayers answered that, that, that we didn't, you know, we didn't get too deep with. But that don't mean that that's the way to pray. Sometimes you need to talk with God. Hmm? Yes, not whisper. Talk. Huh? Not do mental telepathy. Talk. Let the words come out of your mouth. <laughs> Let yourself... Listen, here's the thing. If you're talking out loud, it's hard to think about something else. True. You see, you need that. You need to quit being a coward about it. You need to say, Lord, this is, this is what I want. If now's not the time, and I'm cool. I'm still serving you. And Lord, if for some reason this is not what I need, I'm cool. But let's get this thing out of the way. If it's not what I need, then tell me. So I can quit wasting all my faith on something that is not going to happen anytime soon. Tell me. But right now, this is what's beating. This is what's inside of me. See, we're not healed because we don't express ourselves to God. We become closet worshipers. Would you think, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be? Hello. Nobody even knows you in the closet. Hmm? If you're in your closet, there should be some noise coming in there, you know. Uh, the rest of your family should have got the olive oil out and some crosses thinking there's a some demon done got, got some family member inside the closet you know <laughs> prayer should have works to it but when we just whispering and we're just hinting. And we're not talking. And many times that's why we've got so much grief. Because we don't go to God and cry these things out. Oh, we try to be big saints. But we're not big saints. Sometimes the reason we got so much sickness in our bodies is because we don't cry out to God. We cry out to everybody else. Sometimes you got to cry out to God. you got to talk to God. Huh? You should respect him while you're crying out. Yes. But it's better to get rough with God than the policeman. <laughs> it's better to get rough with God than your parents. It's better to get rough with God than your employer. But I think most of us have enough decency about us that we can be respectful and just cry out to God say Lord this is what I want if this is not right let me know let me know let me know it's coming to that place where you got full faith in God but do we have faith in God this morning we talked about and this is something the Lord spoke to me a few days ago he says I I prefer 
faith over praise. So I'm thinking, all right, all right, all right. So I, I listen and I'm trying to understand. I prefer faith over praise. So I'm trying to, first thing is, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm listening, but I'm trying to see, is this lining up with Scripture? Because we should praise God. We should praise Him for all the things He's done for us and all the things He's going to do. We should praise Him. And in the church, we have taught the church to praise. Not necessarily that the praise is real, but we've taught them to praise. Make noise. So, obviously, you go through Scripture to make sure this thing is lining up. But here's the thing. Without faith, there is no praise. Faith has to come before praise. And here's the next thing. is Praise. We do not have a God that's like us, that wants attention. Yes. We don't have a God like that that wants attention. So what he had preferred is that you would have faith that has the works of love attached to it. What he preferred is, the scripture even says that all that matters is that faith expressing itself through love. It don't even have to be wonderful. Jesus prayed for some drunks to have more wine. All that matters is faith expressing itself through love. But sometimes we're so religious, we're trying to pray the right way. We're trying to talk the right way. We're trying to be the right way rather than just be a child of God and talk to Him. He had much rather that. And He had much rather that than, than, than some false sense of praise. Nothing wrong with praise and worshiping God. But it, first of all, it should be real. It should be genuine. We shouldn't just be praising God to get something. We should be praising God for something that He's done for us. Uh, and it shouldn't just be just about us for us to get something. Or we just praise Him as if though, you know, God is looking for another prostitute. So we just praise Him to get something. I mean, it, it should be genuine. The praise should not be empty. So therefore... Faith has to come before true praise comes. Now, God first loved us. So, you know, just the fact that he saved us, uh, once we understand that, that's enough for us to praise him forever. But that's not, we don't understand. We think that what God wants, and we've been taught that what God wants is just, just praise. God, you're wonderful. God, you're awesome. God, you're my everything. Half the words don't mean nothing to you. And sometimes we don't really have anything to praise Him for because we do not have faith. What God prefers is you have faith. What He wants to see is your life change. Because He knows when your life change, your praise will come out. When you get out of the poverty of mouth and out of the poverty of hands. Poverty of mouth is just always doubting and quarreling and all of this. Oh yes, there's, there's behaviors about us that, that, that curses us. God don't curse us. It's our own karma. But if you have faith in God and you believe that God loves you, He forgives you, then you begin to have action about yourself. And that action will bring blessing. And that action will reach other people. Your sacrifices. We think, the, we think what God is looking for most and foremost is just for a good choir to sing 
But that is not true. He's looking for faith. He's looking for people that would receive the faith that he has poured out to you on the cross. He loved you so much in spite of all your wrongs. He's poured out faith to you that you could change your life. And hopefully quit killing him and quit killing his prophets. But he has poured that out that your life would change. When your life starts to change, when you realize that God is real, when you realize that prayer works, nobody has to tell you to keep praying. One reason why you don't pray, you don't believe. And here's the thing. Well, I got damn but it didn't work. Prayer without works is dead. Prayer without faith is nothing. Praise without faith is nothing. You must believe. Now, it, it brings this argument, but some will say, well, you have faith and I have deeds. It says, show me your faith without deeds. You say you have a prayer life? Let me see your bank account. Let me see your new car. Let me see your business. Let me see the people that you have reached. If you have a prayer life. If you have a prayer life, it works. If you have a praise life, it works. We could also say, show me your love without deeds. Well, you know I love you. There's no such thing as prayer without deeds, without works. It works. There's no such thing as, as praise without works. It works. There's no such thing as love without works. It works. But we're plagued because we have been taught just to make some noise. It, it don't matter if you don't matter if you if you want to praise him, not just praise him and he'll he'll drop some blessings. And don't tell nobody that prayer don't work. Tell everybody that prayer works. You should pray. Anybody ever tell you to pray and you get angry? Huh? Church been looking for a devil a long time. Somebody tells you to pray and we found him. I might expose a few of them this morning when I started by getting down on your knees. Huh? Because there's not a brain in this room that didn't think, should I get down or should I not get down? But you come up with some kind of reasoning or conclusion of why you didn't get down. Not a brain in the room that didn't think. But some brain says, he's not talking to me. Uh, some brain says, I don't have to get down. You know, he can hear me right here. You know. But when you leave this house today, later tonight you're going to wonder, should I, should I have it's not a question of whether or not I, I wanted you to get down on your knees. I, I didn't tell nobody to get down on your knees. That's not even the question. The question is your relationship with God. And what dotishness that was in your brain. Uh, later on you say, well, I should have, God. I'm sorry. I, you know. If we believe that prayer worked, We'd pray. If we believe praise work, 
we praise. Uh, if we believe that love worked, we would love. But we don't believe where love works, do we? What we believe is, well, I got to help people out. If I don't help people out, God don't help me out. We don't believe love works. Oh, no, we don't believe love works any more than prayer works. Huh? Oh, I better give them a ride home. It's kind of, it's about 10 minutes out of my way, you know. Uh, I, I could give them a ride home. I'll give them a ride home next time. You know, I've been, for about past year now, I've been feeling to talk to that person at work about Jesus. For the past year? That's stale. No. Prayer works. Love works. Praise works. Faith works. But, but let's look at our concept of works. Because the book of James, and especially these verses here, almost didn't make it into the Bible because it talks so much about works. But it's talking about a different kind of works. This is talking about the works that come after grace. Or we could say, even say the works of grace. What we believe is, let me do this and God will love me. Let me pray and God will love me. You shouldn't pray so God would love you. You should pray because you already know he loves you. But our mentality, and this is the Old Testament mentality, is, is let me do this so that God will love me and he will show me favor. But here's the thing, and it takes faith to believe it. God already loves you and he's already showed you favor. He's already showed you favor. That would save your life. Put purpose in your life. He's already showed you the favor. If a man will die on the cross for you. He's already showed you the favor to get a new car. He's already showed you the favor to get a business. He's already showed you the favor to get a husband. He's already showed you the favor to get a wife. He's already showed you the favor to open the door. You don't believe in it because you're still trying to earn it. So when we get down on our knees, it's to earn and not to believe. And prayer, there's nowhere in the Bible where prayer moves mountains, but faith alone moves mountains. But in your prayer, when you're ready to forget everybody else and you're ready to talk to Jesus, you don't care who in church hears you, who don't hear you, what they think, what they think you're praying for, how big a sinner they think you are, but you're just praying because you come to talk to God. You didn't come to talk to the pastor. You didn't come to talk to nobody else. You want to talk to God. You feel the Spirit of the Lord upon you. You just want to talk with God and to hell with everybody else. And that's the biblical hell and not the cursing hell. I just quote in the Bible to you. 
Now we're too worried about how we look. We're too worried about keeping up our, our looks. You broke. You broke. You 50, you are not married. Not that marriage makes you anybody, but in your concept, it does. You worked and worked and worked with your hands and nothing ever comes from it. What do you care about the person sitting next to you? And some of you husbands, what do you care if your wife hears you praying? What does it hurt if your children hears you praying? They might actually watch and learn. But we become callous. We want God to bless us, but we don't want to work. Now the work I'm talking about is the work because somebody loves us. You don't work to get grace. You work because you have grace. That makes all the difference when you pray. And then that makes all the difference of your, your outcome of your prayer life and your worship life. Because you're, you're doing it believing. You're not doing it just trying to get into heaven. You're not just doing it to see if God still likes you. Huh? And some of us, we're, we're up and down. God likes you one week and the next week He don't like you because you, you did this. Huh? God loved you last week, but this week you messed up and smoked some pot. You think God's love is as wimpy as your love? That's our love. Oh, I love you this week, but you said something I didn't like. So I ain't going to love you this week. That's not God. God sees the beginning and the ending. That's not God's love. So we're trying to work for this grace rather than believe that we have grace. See, when I'm working for grace, it means I'm working on trying to get God's grace. And so the end result, first thing is you cannot work for grace because he's handed everybody over to disobedience. So basically you're just wasting your time praying that prayer of trying to find out whether or not if God loves you. Or you're wasting your prayer trying to find out if God forgives you. You already know. You, you, mean, the, you mean the scripture says he's forgiven everybody else but he ain't decided about you yet? When the scripture says everybody is sinners, he didn't, he didn't, he missed out. He thought you was an angel and he didn't include you into the grace. When he said, ask me for anything in my name. That does not mean, Jesus, will you love me? No. You asked him because you know he loves you. There's no love in your prayer. Mm. 
You're like that woman that was praying for her child. And Jesus said, you know, I've come for the lost sheep of Israel. She thought she was excluded. We have biblical accounts where Jesus prayed. I've heard, actually heard some woke preachers claim that Jesus was racial. He only liked his own, his own people. That is not true. He praised the Good Samaritan. There's many accounts in scriptures where he prayed for somebody other than Israel. But he was talking to this woman. Why was he talking to this woman? Because she already assumed that Jesus wouldn't do nothing for her. So he says, I've come for the lost sheep. Because that's what she's thinking. But see, she wanted her child healed so much. Wisdom kicked in. Said even the dogs eat the crumbs. And Jesus said, that's what I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm talking about. Where is that? Where is your faith in me? That's what I want to see. Where is your faith in me that will get up off the bed? Where is your faith in me that will get up off the couch? Where is your faith in me that will get up out of the church seat? Stand up and praise him. Go down on your knees and praise him. Just don't be the same old you. Because when he said, I've come only for the lost sheep, she didn't quarrel about that. What are you talking about? She already knew what he was talking about. She already knew that Jesus was a... Israel. She already knew how the Jews felt about her. So he said to her what she thought. I've only come to the lost sheep of Israel. Wait till they eat. But because she wanted it. Because she wanted it. Wisdom kicked in. And it was not her wisdom. It's just like the woman with the issue of blood. The spirit was already moving. And she says, even the dogs eat the crumbs. Give me some crumbs. That's what I want. That's what I'm talking about. That is faith. I haven't seen nobody with such great faith. That is what I'm talking about. But some of you come to Jesus like a pigeon poop. I don't know why I said that. That's what I heard. You come to the Lord like a pigeon poop. You ain't the worst sinner. You're too big of a coward. Ain't got no bad sinners in here. Just mediocre sinners. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Ain't no bad sinners in here. Uh, Moses was a murderer. David killed everybody. Uh, Paul was a murderer. 
Some of you need to murder somebody so you can get saved. Not that you haven't murdered them. You just sit at home and think about it. In your prayer closet. That's why bad men get into the kingdom of heaven before you. That's why prostitutes get into the kingdom of heaven before you. Because they played it out. And they realize it don't work without God. That's why the prostitute cries out. But we have too much pride. We think we have theology, but it's just pride. We pray to get saved. We don't pray because we are saved. We love to get saved. But we don't love because we are saved. That's the works we're talking about here. And you can't tell me you love somebody. And you don't show that affection. Now, the reason we don't take up a collection in church is because I know. I have no problem with collections being taken up in church. But the reason I don't, because I did not come to condemn you. Because I know when you put your two dollars in there, you're going to feel condemned. And you're not going to give because you are saved. You're going to give because you want to be saved. And all you get is $2 salvation. Now, if you want to give to God, it's outside. Turn left. Between you and God. Am I talking truth? And even some of us have been with God a long time. We still talk like babies. God, do you love me? Lord, teach me how to pray. How should I pray? How should I rightly? This is the, those in waiting row right here. How? God, you, you, you know how much I want a husband. What, what do I have to do? How should I pray to get a husband? And you know the older you get because when you're dead, there ain't no marriage in heaven. So how should I pray to get a husband? I want a man! What is so hard about that? Either way, it don't matter if this ain't the right timing. If you cannot confess want before God, how can you confess when you receive it? 
If you cannot confess one before God, how can you boast when you get it? I want somebody that will believe in me. I'm not looking for someone as soon as I walk by you, you fall down on your knees and go, holy, 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 don't kill me. I did not come to kill you. Please get that through your head. I did not come to kill you. You killed me, remember? I'm not coming back to get revenge. I have come to save you. But do you pray as someone that is saved? Do you pray as someone under grace? Or every time something happens, you say, oh God, oh God. Even the heathens say, oh God. The next scripture, next verse. So you, you say there's one God. Even the demons believe there's one God and they struggle. Oh God. Oh God, did I do something wrong? Oh God. See, you're not living as those who are under grace. Yes, some of us, all of us, we still have shortcomings in our life. We have rudeness. We have other things. We have secrets. We have all kinds of little lust and all kinds of things like this. We really don't want them. But you're not going to get rid of them being a coward. You're going to get rid of them coming before God. Jesus came to his own. But they love darkness. They love the deeds of darkness. If you won't confess your sins, it's because you still love them. Now, you don't have to speak them out openly in front of everybody, but we have prayer rooms. We have two counselors. Hmm? Yes. It's like a confessional booth, except we're going to watch you. Hmm? If we would be real with God. You can't love somebody and there's not be some kind of response. When you love somebody, huh? you women and they can't cook when you find your man all at once you can cook. Huh? You Googling? A five course meal you laying out. Huh? All the years before, you couldn't cook, you know. All the years before, you couldn't keep a clean house. Don't lose your salvation. Is it true? When you love, you work. You will do something. You don't sit still. Now, granted, there's some things in life that you believe in God for, and there's not a lot you can do about it. But you can believe in it. And you can prepare yourself for what God is about to do.
And you know he's heard you because you've been down there on the knees. You've been there, down there on your, on your, on your, uh, on your bed of tears. You've been there because you've cried out to God. And the devil can't say you never asked. Hmm? You, ever hear the, you ever hear the devil say? Sometimes you think it's your own mind, but a lot of times the devil lives in your head, you know, and in your heart. You ever realize sometimes somebody would say, but you didn't pray for it. And you just back up. I mean, you gave this little Mickey Mouse prayer, but you didn't count it as a prayer. So it's still going down. As you didn't pray. Huh? See this morning I could say. But you have not prayed for it. Now some of you say. Well I, I mouthed a little something. I did something. See I can make you doubt. But some of you I couldn't make you doubt. Some of you that really got down this morning. I can't make you doubt. I can't say Garrett didn't pray. I got to leave him alone. Devil got to leave you alone. Because if I can convince you, if the devil can convince you that you didn't pray, then he can block your blessing. And I'm not saying all the time you get down on your knees, but I'm just saying the floor needs you. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't pray in your car. Watch the car in front of you. Doesn't mean you can't lay on your bed and pray. But I'm saying sometimes you got to hear yourself pray. Sometimes the devil got to hear you pray. Sometimes you got to get, you shouldn't really dialogue with the devil, but sometimes you need to get down on your knees and say, Satan, wherever you are, I'm praying right now. Let's wake up. I'm praying. Because he hears all my prayers. Is that true? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. I love the Lord and I'm not ashamed of him. Sometimes you've been a Christian for a while and your Christianity ain't got much to show for. But sometimes that's still on you. Faith has to kick in. Faith is, in the beginning, it's almost something mad. It's like, no Lord, I'm going to talk to you. Because it's not Him that's denying us. It's your flesh. Some of you can't get past your flesh. Talking about you're going to pray in the throne room of God. You can't get past your flesh. Huh? You're going to go all the way up to heaven and get in the throne room. And you can't get past your flesh. You ever, you ever go to prayer? You go to prayer and you say, Say, Lord, I love you. You know, flesh saying, When's the last time you prayed? <laughs> Lord, I, I just, I want to tell you what's on my heart. Your flesh says, 
your heart's wicked and evil above all things. And you say, Lord, so you still, you still done on your knees, you're trying to pray, you say, Lord, I, I really need a break in my finances. Your flesh says, will you ever give to God? And you jump up and you say, I quit. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody? Some of you can't pray through your flesh. Huh? Sometimes preachers talking about you, your prayers, you know, they don't make it all the way up to heaven. Hmm? I've heard preachers say your prayers don't make it all the way to heaven. Some of your prayers just get up about right here. What? Well, I'm going to add to that. Sometimes your prayers don't even get out of your body. It don't get out of your mouth. Huh? The Lord knows it's been a while since I prayed. But it's His Spirit in me. That's why I haven't given up on Him. Because it's His Spirit in me that's encouraging me to pray. But I can't get outside my flesh. Sometimes that's why you put your flesh to fast. My flesh act up, all I got to do is say, we're going on a long fast. My flesh says, I behave. I behave. I be I'm your humble servant. I behave. Huh? Your flesh giving you a hard time. I ain't never going to get married. Oh, yes, I, I, I behave. I behave. <laughs> uh. All them oppositions that you have in your prayer life is your flesh. Uh. The devil ain't at your house. He says, nah, I got that one covered. You can't get out of your own flesh with your prayers. Am I telling the truth? This ain't hard to understand. This is not a hard language to understand. Am I telling the truth? Some of us, we can't get out of our flesh. Huh? Sometimes when we pray, we get closer to hell than heaven. Hmm? Am I telling the truth? Sometimes you had a little peace when you prayed, and as you start to pray, you're starting to get angry. You ain't getting angry. Your flesh is getting angry that you're praying and asking God. Your flesh is getting upset because you ain't going to need it after a while. Your flesh is getting upset because God is going to put you in control of your flesh. It's called self-control. You can't pray outside yourself. We're we still struggling to have faith in God's love. Have faith in God's love. Huh? I understand being kind. I understand not being rude. But the person I'm talking about is yourself. You got to get outside yourself with your prayers. That's why you need some scriptures so you know how to get outside yourself. That's why you need to have this faith in God's love. So that when your flesh tries to stop you, Would your flesh give you control of you? Why would your flesh do that? Hmm? Yes, some of us brought our flesh today because we told our flesh, listen, you and I are broke. 
We ain't had no job in weeks. I don't know nothing else to do but go to church. And your flesh says, all right, but let's sit on the back. Sometimes your flesh says, nah, it's going to get better. You ever flesh tell you it's going to get better? And it don't get no better, you know. Uh, worse just multiplied itself. Uh, it's like the fish and the loaves of bread. Your trouble just multiplied itself. And sometimes flesh saying, I ain't going. No, I ain't going. Uh, say, come on, come on, come on. I buy you fully loaded in the cafe. You promise? All right, let's go to church. How many times you pamper your flesh to talk to God? Tell your flesh you can watch a movie afterwards. You sitting there trying to pray, and your flesh is saying, Yeah, I get to watch a movie. Am I talking through? I am speaking this not to declare that you're a bad person. I'm speaking this to show you that most of our prayers don't get outside our body. We don't get to a place where we don't care what nobody hears. We come out into the light of God. We're not consumed by that darkness anymore. And we're not consumed by the, by the, 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 um, the persecution of our own flesh. Huh? That flesh that wants comfort. No, I want to talk to God. When you want to talk to God, that's what Jesus is looking for. That's it. Hmm? That's it. When you talk back to God in an a intelligent way. This woman said, well, even the dogs. Okay, I'm a dog. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Even the dogs. It's your crumbs under the children's table. Aha, oh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that faith that believes that I love you no matter what. I'm looking for that faith that believes I am a merciful God no matter what. That's what I'm looking for. And sometimes that's why we don't fall in love. Now what we see sometimes or what we always imagine sometimes is a man getting down on his knees. Will you be my wife? One knee. I suppose two belongs to God. But I assure you, if I had a Ferrari and I said, get down on one knee and I'll give it to you. Vroom, vroom. But still, sometimes the problem is we don't speak what we want. And I know sometimes what I want might be foolish. But foolishness is not going to be exposed until I speak it. When God says, is that what you really want? Or are you compromising? Is that what you really want? You know how many wasted hours of your life is spent just because you don't talk to God? You're going to wait till you're 98 years old to figure out you want to be a dancer all your life?
If it's a no, let me find out. That's kind of like these people that go on Digicel and uh, American Got Talent. Some of them people ain't got no friends. Because if they had any friends, they wouldn't let you get up there and look stupid. But you have friends. Talk to God. Lord, if I'm talking out of my mind, let me hear it. Show me. This is not what I want. But let me know you so well to know if this ain't what I want, then there must be something that I want more. Not something that you want more. God's a big God. Quit believing that God wants you to do something you don't want to do. God is so intelligent. He knows what you want to do even before you know it. Sometimes you have an idea what you want. He knows it. Sometimes you, you're not sure. Sometimes you're settling for something else. But God knows you more. Be a prayer. Talk to God. Talk to Him. You want to be rich? Tell God you want to be rich. I want to be rich. If you want to be stupid rich, tell God you want to be stupid rich. That's better than you sitting around wanting to be stupid rich and being stupid because you don't tell Him. You don't talk. Huh? Get in love with some woman. Tell her! And if she says no, say, okay. <laughs> and don't walk away and tell yourself that no means yes. No, no means no. Because any woman that's tolling with you or playing with you and saying no just to see how much you're going to come back, nah. They'll always play that game with you. Let your yea be nay. Yea, let your nay be nay. Talk with the Lord. And watch how your life change. Pray like you're someone saved. And not someone wanting to be saved. Hmm? What does it mean to be saved? It means he forgave me for all my stupidness. And the stupidness I am still doing. That I don't want to do. Uh, but I'm saved. Hmm? The Lord is working it out. Listen, God can bless you while you're getting your act together. Quit saying you've got to get your act together before God blesses you. Because the Bible says we all fall short, which means nobody's ever going to get blessed. Because if we all fall short, that means the day you die... You're not good yet, so you can't be blessed. So quit believing that false theology. God will bless your life. Huh? The woman that, that said, you know, even the dogs. Was she a holy woman? The subject wasn't even brought up. Wasn't brought up. Jesus didn't say, have you been a good person? Do you go to church somewhere? Uh, true. Uh, 
Have you been tithing? You know, if you don't tithe, I, I won't, you know, if you don't give me some of that earthly money, I don't know what to do with that stuff, but I got a lots of it. But it, it, see, it's stupid. Have faith in God. But here's the thing. If you love God, you'll give to God. If you have love, love works. You will love God. You won't be ashamed to show that love. You won't be ashamed to get on your knees. You won't be ashamed to pray for somebody. Oh, I, I would pray for somebody, but I don't know what to pray. What stupidness is that? Huh? Even a barman knows what to pray. What stupidness is that? Huh? Well, I would pray to him, but I don't know how to pray. What stupidness is that? Somebody put a gun to your head. You wouldn't say, wait a minute, let me go figure out how to pray. You pray one time. No, there's your pride. You're, you're afraid. You're, you're afraid you're going to be rejected. You're afraid you're not going to do it right. But see, love don't care. Can I say that again? That's strange, isn't it? Love don't care. Love don't care. He just wants to love you. Hmm? Do you want to love God like that? You don't care. Huh? Huh? I love God. Hmm? Yes? And I might be talking to a young lady right now. I am talking to a young lady right now. Hmm? You want to love God. But you don't think you're man. Or man to be. You don't think he would accept it if you prayed loud or if you started talking to God. Uh, now I understand sometimes you don't just make a lot of noise to irritate the heathens in the world. Yes. You know, don't be like the rooster in the neighborhood. I understand that. But I'm talking to this young lady. See, so you're afraid to confess your love to God because you're afraid they might leave you. Let him go. If that's the reason he's going to leave you, let him go. Because you love Jesus, let him go. Are you afraid to love God? He's not afraid to love you. The Word says he's not afraid to call us his brethren. Call us his brethren. His family. Now, this is not to make nobody feel bad. This is to make you realize, you know, I am a bit of a coward. Yeah. Mm? Mm? My back ain't as bad as I make it out to be. My knees are not as bad. That's why some people got bad backs and bad knees, so they don't have to pray. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Let his love touch you right now. Mm. Mm. Now granted, sometimes we not, might need to repent, but don't take all day doing that. Mm. I've had people come to tell me things in my office. They're going to come and tell me something bad they did, right? 
most times I already know what it is. And if I don't know what it is, I've already discerned it. And they take me the long way around. I done changed position in my chair 12 times. <laughs> to just, just speak it out. Please me. <laughs> I just, Lord, I messed up. I said something stupid. I did something stupid. Don't torture God with that long repentance. <laughs> you will find he's quick to forgive you. That's what the Bible says. He's quick to forgive you. I pray this word today has awakened your relationship with God. You're not rejected. Quit thinking you're rejected. You've got to believe the word. He says he forgives you. Well, I repented, but I don't know if he forgives me. Because you don't believe. The presence of God is here in this room, stronger enough right now. If you repent and believe, then he has forgiven you. Not only that, if you accept him, you're his. The presence is so strong. Don't have to lead you in a center prayer. Lead yourself in a center prayer. Now that you know him. Lord, I want to change my life right now. Hmm? But sometimes you can't even say that. Why you can't say that? Some of you can't even say, Lord, I want to change my life. You know why you can't say that? Because your flesh saying, you know you're going to go back and do these same things. You know you're still addicted. Huh? You know you still like porn. You know you still like pot. Huh? You know. Can't pray outside yourself. Why? Because you don't believe that there's a God outside who has already touched you inside, wants to come inside of you and dwell. But you've got to pray through that flesh. You've got to pray through those voices. Or more important than pray, you've got to believe through them. No, God. You've got to tell your flesh today. Lord, I want my life changed. I can't change it without you. You've got to pray through that flesh. Even though that flesh is right there to judge you. And tell you that you're not real about it or you're not serious about it. Or... Are you sure you're ready to do this? This is a serious thing, you know. Ain't serious for you. Serious thing, you're going to be blessed. It's a serious thing for the devil because he's about to lose control in your life. Your flesh is about to lose control. Hi, how are you? Give me five. Give me five. Hello, don't start no conversation and I'll finish it. Give me five. Hmm? Give me five. Give me five. Okay, give me four. Three. Two. Give me one. You give me one? Give me one. Give me one. Ha! 
you, you, you start praying and you don't want to finish? Huh? Hey, don't pay no attention to them. Hey, give me five. Give me four. Come on. Aww. See, that's the way some of y'all are. Just like this. You say hi to me, and then you won't talk to me. You smile at me and you won't touch me. Who am I talking to? Huh? You start a conversation with me. Huh? You say, hi. And then I come over and I say, hi. You go, hmm. <laughs> when are you and I going to finish that conversation? We was talking and, and I don't know YouTube drug it away. We was talking and I don't know the you had to go to the bathroom all at once. We was talking. And somebody called you on your phone. I told you to leave it in the other room. But see, this is classical. I ain't gave up yet, you know. Me and you're gonna be friends. It may take a while. Brrr. Love on the Lord. But you got to have faith, right? Anybody hearing that? Who's got faith to love on God? Huh? I don't want no religiousness. Who's got faith to love on God? Who's got faith to believe he's already saved your miserable soul? Who's got faith that he's already saw all the bad things you do and that you really want to get out of? And on your own, you can't do nothing without his help. So love on him. Love on him. Goodness knows some of you ladies have loved on some bad men in your life. Oh, listen, listen to you. I, I don't hear nothing, you know. Hello, don't lie in church now. Don't lie in church. I heard a little noise over here. It was just dead over there. Tell me you ain't loved and, and you like some, I mean, some bad men in your life. I ain't hearing nothing, ladies. You, 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 women of God, I'm not hearing you, you know. Hmm? Oh, God can love on you. His love is that powerful. And so while you're getting all those crazy things you do in your life, and the biggest reason you do a lot of that stupidness is, is because you have never really experienced that true love of God. Because that love will break all curses. Huh? You know, sometimes we want to get rid of, of, of diseases in our life. We want to get rid of sin in our life. But what you going to put in its place? 
Sometimes you want to get rid of sin just because it's starting to embarrass you. Or you want to get rid of sin just because it's got control over you. You, you don't have control over it anymore. Or you want to get rid of sin because, you know, it, it, you feel bad when you do it. Right? But what are you going to put in its place? See, if you just love on God, He will come in that place. And there won't be no room for no other lovers in your life. Oh, how great is the love of Jesus. Mm. What would happen if all of us begin to love God like we are saved and not trying to love God to be saved, but because we're saved. We know we are saved. And if you don't know you're saved, just try to love on Him and see how quick you get saved. Uh, yes confess some of those sins and see how quick God will accept you and you won't even have to ask if you're saved anymore but the terrible thing is a few months years down the road here you are a confessing Christian and you still don't know you don't know because your flesh you haven't broken through your flesh yet and touch God. Uh, pray through your flesh. Have faith. Go through your flesh. Touch God. He wants to better your life. He wants to give you a better living than you have right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can give just a few prophecies. Otherwise I'll talk to sunrise. Mm -hmm. Because there's no end to this message. There's no end. And there's no end till everybody receives it in their heart and understands it. Because we think we have to get our life perfect before God accepts us. And that's so far from wrong. So far from true. Oh no. Just believe. Just believe in His Spirit to start to move in your life. Brrr. Just believe. Woo! Just, just believe. Just believe. See, I could come by and go, Woo! The Spirit knows. But your old flesh saying, Don't look, don't look, don't look. <laughs> that flesh is stupid, you know. Huh? But love would know what to do. Oh, yes. Love knows how to respond. And while the Spirit is present, if there's a bunch of bad men that's pulling you down, it rip out of there and you reach out for Jesus huh? mm -hmm. all right who needs a word today it's good to see everybody in the house today hallelujah mm -hmm. I want you to practice that this week
pray as if though you're already saved. Hmm? Not that you're perfect, but that God is so good. Hmm? You can ask Him for anything. Someone, you you are using a whole lot of. I think I think it's Vaseline. Using a whole lot of Vaseline for some kind of healing. If that's you, stand up. I don't. Listen. Using a, a whole lot of Vaseline for some kind of healing. Mm. One in the back, two in the back. How many in the back? Hmm? I'm gonna hurt the cell of Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Use a whole lot of Vaseline for some kind of sickness. Really? Bring them forward. Hello. So, so what, what about right here? Anybody right here uses a lot of Vaseline? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Get rid of your drugs today. Nobody else over here, right? something you use instead <laughs> so you you put it on your daughter you said how long has she had um well i use any vaseline because it's just not going away and i just keep putting a hole how long has she had it um a couple months now a couple months all right yeah. because you're the one that i saw I take in the rest of them, but you're the one that I saw. Mm. Oh, spread out, spread out. Mm. 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 Right there, and I don't mean that everybody come to this side. <laughs> See, that's why everybody in Trinidad builds on top of each other. I mean, we just 
Gotta get close. Is she here? Oh, that's the one that was uh, <laughs> that flirted with me, and then didn't. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Because she was very open, but then I found that so interesting. She was very open to me, you know. But when I start to engage with her, could that be our relationship with God? We're very open with God, but then if God starts to engage with you, you get scared. You clam up. <laughs> True? Listen, the things we do as, as children, it, it, it don't far escape our relationship with God, you know. Because I find that so interesting. I'm sure I'll ponder on that the rest of the evening. Of not, not so much the child, but do we do that? Do we wave at God and God comes close and is like, what would I do? No, I don't know if I trust you now. Could that be some of us? We like the Spirit. We want to feel it. But if it gets a little too close or, or if the Spirit begins to speak to us, then we start to, Ugh. See, that's your flesh. That's that darkness that, that don't want nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. So where's daddy? Mm -hmm. Hello daddy. Mm -hmm. um, I believe he at work. <laughs> He's at work. So he holds her a lot, does he? Yeah, when he comes around, yeah. When he comes around? Yeah. When he comes around. So you don't always come home the same way? He goes around? <laughs> I'm sorry. Something about that word round just sounds strange to me. He comes around. So he comes home every day, right? No, we're not together. So when he comes, oh, and you're visits not together. Her, oh, that's what you mean by round. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I knew round has some kind of meaning. Like he comes around. No, no, no. Wife says my husband comes around. Mm -hmm. So, so y'all not married? No. All right. How do I say this? How do I say this? Of course, I always encourage marriage. That's not what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. So when he holds her, she likes that? Yeah, she runs to him when he comes. She runs to him, so yeah. she likes that, right? Yeah. Because what the Lord keeps telling me is there's a spirit that aggravates her when the Father holds her. Right? Now, we don't want to take this get paranoid with this and say you can't touch my child no more that uh, his child too right I mean I wouldn't do that and, and what kind of work he does um he works at EIG that's the company that um makes all the material for TNTech TNTech alright mm. All the materials for Tintech. Yeah, the cables and oh. everything. 
Aha. Aha. There's something with him that affects her. Only when he talks to her, if I talk to her loud, she doesn't listen, she just laughs. But if he talks to her, like, correct her, she will bawl. She will cry. <laughs> she would cry. Why. She'd get scared. She gets scared, yeah. All right. Yours, what uh, your hair? Yeah. Um, I use mine for my feet every night and my lips. <laughs> With your feet and your lips? Yeah, every night. <laughs> Why? Prophet, they soften your feet. Keep your lips. So, so you're getting Prophet. ready for the wedding day. Yes, Prophet. Dryness or passage? Dryness what? Dryness or passage. Dry, you put it on your nose. And to keep my nose moist because... You put it in your nose? I don't have a choice. It's my nose becomes... You don't have a choice? If I don't use it to keep my nose moist and my nose, I move... So you, 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 you sniff it? What? what? No, what? I just... Put it in, I'll so it keeps my nose moist. Yeah, like yeah, 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 it, it don't make you slip and slide? <laughs> no, it's on the top. On the oh, the top? Yeah, the top part of my foot. Uh -huh. Yeah, there was a dry spot. All right. And, and, and... My skin. Skin. Like All over? Hands. Your, your face? Yeah, Muslim face, yeah. And where else? Just legs and hands. Legs and hands. <clears throat> You ever realize that how on, on Facebook and things, somebody comes out with this recipe, you know? You know, a lemon or honey or something like that. They come out with all these things. And they swear by them. The truth is, if, if you put faith into something, you will always see some signs that is really working. Yes? That's why you, that's why you still have uh, Hinduism in, in Trinidad and we still worship in some statues that we pray are not really real. <laughs> uh, you mean when you die you, you're going to see this God that's got all these hands? Oh, they could slap you forever. <laughs> Listen, if, if, 
If you pray to a coconut tree, uh, if you pray to a coconut tree, you're going to see signs. These signs shall follow those that believe. There's an Old Testament scripture that says, good or evil. If you put faith into something, you'll see the signs. And not only so, but you will be dependent upon that. Yes. So I'm going to break this curse, this, this need. Amen. Yes. yes. And I assure you, you, you won't get healed. As long as you believe it, you will not get healed. Because you have convinced your body. You have convinced the atmosphere around you. Unless you do this. And a lot of us may have habits and things that we do. Right? You, you, you may say if you don't bless yourself in the morning, your morning don't go right. You may say, you know, if, if you don't get up before, uh, before sunrise and, and pray the, the Lord's Prayer, my day don't go right. You can put faith into anything. And anytime you break that faith, because that becomes a law or a rule. Huh? So it becomes a law or a rule that we need this thing. And the thing is, it probably will worsen in time. You'll just need that much more. So before long, you'll be a con big consumer of it. Hmm? You'll be snorting it, shooting it up. <laughs> huh? Now, sometimes we might put some lotion or something on. I understand that. But evidently, there's some reason why the Lord wanted to deal with this Vaseline today. Right? Because I think some of you are quite, are kind of addicted to it. Yes? Yeah. You're going through withdrawals now. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's going to be sitting in the back going. <laughs> this is for anybody in the house. If you have some stupid... What would we call this? What do they call it? This remedy, this, uh, what is it? This, this folk, yes. Uh, what is it? Not folklore, but what is it? Uh, what's that? Folk tales. You know, these, these old time remedies, you know, you, you don't walk through one door and out the other door, all these things. Yeah. Uh, if anybody, you have some of that stupidness in your life. Right? Or you can't eat after sunrise, after sunset. Your stomach can't tell time. It's dark in there. <laughs> you can speak all kinds of limitations on yourself. You'll have yourself doing all kinds of foolish things. Huh? Listen, there's one remedy. Jesus. So I declare... Soft skin, soft hair, soft, soft feet, soft. Yes, yes. Yeah. See, you can get you can get paranoid. You, you ever known anybody? They get paranoid. They they always they're always cleaning their their passage. You ever seen anybody always clean their passage? It's just a habit. Or well, what about people that's always cracking their neck? 
Your neck is about to crack. But somehow or another you convinced yourself that it don't feel good unless you do this. You are adding to the blood of Jesus. Ah. So I'm not going to confiscate your drugs. I'm just going to speak healing. Right? This is the one, this is the one the Lord wants to talk to. Mm-hmm. 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 Now, this, because this, I'm hearing two things here. Does he actually participate in the making of some cables and things like that? Yeah, I believe so. You believe so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two things I'm hearing. One is I'm hearing that. Right? The other one is the main one I'm hearing. I'm, I'm hearing that one. Right? So some of it may be, uh, does, he, does he come home with clothes that he worked in? Does he come by your house? Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, does those clothes ever look a little dirty? Anything? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. All right. And then he holds her. Yeah. Some of the chemicals from where he works, aggravates her skin a little. No. Right? You've seen any other breakouts, anything on her? No. no just that, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know why it just started. You said, if, what did you say, a few months? Yeah. Okay. Well, she ain't that many months old, right? How old is she? She's a year and a half. Year and a half. All right. So a few months ago, right? Mm-hmm. For some reason or another, some of that is affecting her, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your 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 husband is is um, friends with some people he needs to be careful of. Mahu? <laughs> <laughs> that that man you made a baby by. Okay. All right. Yes. Cause uh, I still gonna call him your husband because when two people get together, legal or not legal, that that's. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, right? Yes. So this man. <laughs> so are y- do y'all plan to get married? No. Do you plan to get married? No. Oh, you don't plan to get married? No. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You don't plan to get married. All right. All right. Does he plan to get married? I don't know. To you? Does he want to be married? Both of you? In agreement on that subject, right? Um, this is not embarrassing. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Hope not what? That he have plans to be married to me. Okay. So, y'all think y'all have peace. You don't want to be married, right? Yeah, we're good. You're good, right? Yeah. All right. I'm not going to push you, right? <laughs> so, tell this man... That he has some friends... Because y'all can talk, right? Yeah. Y'all talk, right? Yeah, we talk. He comes around the house, right? Yeah. All right. You tell this man, right, Mm -hmm. that the prophet said that he has some, you have some friends. Mm -hmm. And there's some endeavors that they're thinking about doing. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You tell him the prophet said that will not be prosperous. Okay. To be careful of that because it's going to be a trap. Right? Okay. You can tell him that? Yes, I will. All right. All right. And you could just clip out a little video, let him hear it for himself, right? Okay. Right? Because there is some things he should not do. Yeah, um, he has a lot of bad friends. I All think right. everybody who knows him um, tells him the same thing. So, you know, All right, so maybe, so maybe if, if you show him a little clip here, mm -hmm. since I don't know him, yeah. maybe he might take it a little bit more serious that God is talking to you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Because even though the Lord is concerned about her rash, most definitely, even though he's concerned about that, strangely enough, the Vaseline has nothing to do with you. It's trying to save you. This is just the way the God, just the way the Lord decided to address that issue. Okay. Yes? Yes. Um, it would be a good suggestion that it, that especially if he'd wash his hands a little bit before he handles her. Okay. Right? I'm going to pray for her healing. Okay. But I sense there's some kind of dust on him. Yeah. And somehow or another, it's starting to bother her. Okay. Right? Okay. So if he just dust himself off, maybe wash his hands or something, right? Okay. Not telling him, not telling you not to hold your child by no <laughs> means, right? Yes. Yes. But that fear could be coming from his friends as well. So when he tries to talk to her, okay. Right. All right. All right. Y'all may be seated. Yes, Nicole, come. I, I think, I think, um, you lost. <laughs> I thought there's a glitch. <laughs> a glitch in the matrix. Mm. There's something about the Spirit of God inside of you that don't like you being dependent on anything but God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? If it, if it hasn't happened to you, don't be surprised when it does happen. Don't get paranoid about it. Because all things are yours. Right? But understand that you've got to overcome this flesh. Now, likewise, you, you got to pray through that flesh. But likewise, the flesh can all at once decide it wants to be religious. And it will keep you in religious bondage. Yes? It'll have you washing your hands 20 times a day. Hmm? Like them old Pharisees, they're always washing their hands. Hmm? It can have you kneeling all Many times during the day. So sometimes the flesh, it acts in strange ways. Sometimes the flesh just be against everything of God. And then sometimes the flesh 
decides he wants to be holy. Like Satan trying to get back into heaven. He, he wants to be holy. But love breaks all those barriers. Hmm? Yes, love breaks all those barriers. Speak sweet words and you won't need no Vaseline on your lips. Hmm? Stop kicking people and you won't need no Vaseline on your feet. Hmm? <laughs> I tease. <laughs> Maybe, probably not, I don't know. Pray this week. Don't be ashamed to pray. If you feel to get on your knees, don't let your flesh talk you out of it. Pray. But pray as a believer. Don't pray as someone trying to believe. Believe. And this is whatever we ask for in prayer. If we believe, we will receive. Yes? Amen? And of course, that doesn't mean anything that's going to kill us, you know. But, yes, you will receive. And if it doesn't, ask for something else. Amen? Yes, Nicole. Have a blessed week.